Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Um, now let's get to the Dolphins. Broncos Dolphins. Uh, Broncos defeat the Dolphins 18-12. Um, craziness. The Broncos had 46% possession and they completed at 67%. Like, so they had no right to win the game. The only reason they do probably win the game is because of the talent they have in their roster, but also because of the injuries that happened to the Dolphins. We'll talk about the Dolphins first. Wayne Bennett has proven that if you recruit really good blokes that can play footy solidly, you can get a good quality side out of them. Whereas if you recruit a bunch of prima donnas or whatever, it can completely destabilise a whole squad. This Dolphin side, even at full strength, on paper, and that's what's frustrating sometimes, not frustrating, but I get frustrated personally, when a lot of fans now... They're judging the Dolphins off the fact that they're three from four when we are forgetting going into the season, everyone said their roster was not even NRL standard. Now, all of a sudden, people are saying, oh, they've got three premiership winners and they've played a thousand games together. It's like that was not the narrative at the start of the year. It's changed (laughs) because they've played so well together under Wayne Bennett. But no one was talking about that at the start of the year. No one was saying that they've got a bunch of premiership winners. No one was saying that their back line's played X amount of games. People are only saying that now because the Dolphins are beating your side. You weren't saying that before the start of the year. Anyway. Uh, gets because I'm just like let's remember what everyone was saying at the study. It's the age old keep the same energy. This whole changing the narrative of like oh well, they're experienced, gritty, and that's why they did. It. No, let's give credit to this team and organization for what they're doing. It is unbelievable. It is phenomenal. The guts that they showed on the weekend to lose a Sean O'Sullivan, to already have lost Katoa, to have the players out that they've got out with um, Jer- Jerry Marshall King. And to do what they did at Suncorp, I know that it's a technically Dolphins home ground, but that's it's Broncos home ground. To do it against the Broncos, who are currently top of the table with one of the best on-paper squads, was absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. Without Felice Cafusi, huge. Absolutely JMK, huge. Felice Cafusi, Sean O'Sullivan goes off, <laughs> Katoa's out. Phenomenal. Unbelievable. Yeah, and I... Yeah, I, I think sometimes, and you, you spoke about it last week when, when we spoke about the Titans, sometimes you can tell more about a team from a loss than a win. 
And I thought that this Dolphin side, I took so much from that, the game the other night. They had no right to be in that game. I know that, you know, Katoni Staggs runs the length of the field at the end of the game. That's all good and well. But it's 14-12 in the last two minutes at Brisbane. And they're without their halfback. They're yep. without their 5'8". Incredible. And they're in the game. It's incredible. It's seriously like... And I've seen heaps worse kicks get forced dropouts. It was Stags the right kick. It was, it was the right kick. It was yeah. the right kick. The angle was slightly off. Slightly it, off. It was the only difference was Stags just happened to be in the right spot. Yep. And it just landed there. Like it was the right kick. They are super tough to take. Um, yeah, the Broncos. I mean, you look at their bench. Like Cody Nicarima, Jared Wallace, Mark Nichols. Like Mark Nichols, the Dolphins. Ah, uh, the Rabbitohs may have tried to sign him. Maybe not. I don't think anyone like he was good for the Rabbitohs, but. Jared Wallace, the Titans literally refused to play him last year. Ray Stone, the, the Eels love him, but I don't think they tried to re-sign him. Nicarima, I don't think, you know, there was a ton of people lining up to sign Nicarima. Um, I know he ended up getting uh, HIA'd, but was it HIA'd or injured? He, they, anyway, he played two minutes, so we didn't even mention him. They lost Sean O'Sullivan, they lost their utility on the bench. They were playing most of the game with 16 players. What they're, what they're doing is absolutely phenomenal. Like, it is absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, Hamiso has just gone from strength to strength to strength. Some of the plays that he did, uh, it, is, it is super impressive. They had no right to be in that game when you look at their squad on paper, and yet they were in it till the death. Till the death. I remember standing at the live show with you two and saying, oh, it'll be interesting to see what the Dolphins do at nine. They've only got Nick Arima. They haven't named Donahue. About 20 minutes later, I checked the team list. They've named Mason Teague at hooker. Mm. Yeah. Like, they're just – they're making it work with what they've got and yep. they're making the absolute best out of what they've got. And I said it last week, but fuck, it's just such a good reminder that rugby league is a simple game. It really is. You've all got is. two arms. You've all got two legs. If you stick to your game plan, you kick to your corners, you complete your sets, you can compete in any game. And that's what I mean. Like this, this I know like it's when you're a fan and your team leaks a bunch of points, it's, it's really easy to have excuses or whatever. The Dolphins are proving that you can keep a team to 18 points, 16 points, just through sheer grit and determination. It, and was, a, it was a HIA, by the way. HIA. And so they're proving that like the excuses of, oh, you know, we were missing this guy or that guy. It's like... The Dolphins are in their first season missing a ton of players, losing players mid-game and still managing to keep the Broncos two minutes away from beating them. There is no one in their back line that was a starting player in the NRL last year in the back line. I know, and I said that last week and people try to push back on it because I said they were reserve, they're reserve graders. I'm not saying that they're reserve graders now. Last year, all of them, every single one, was not playing in the back line last year. The only player that was starting... Some, most times was you and Aiken in the back row. That's it. All the rest of them were not first choice players in at the club they were at last year, which for half of them was the Broncos who yeah. they were playing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like Jermaine Asako, he was playing. He, I mean, he, he probably wasn't going to get signed next year. Um, Tessie New got released early from the club. Uh, Brinko Lee, like. What was he even doing last I, year? I think there's a really fair argument, respectfully to those guys, that there's a lot of them that if the Dolphins weren't coming in this they year... They don't get a club. They're in England. 100%. 100%. And it proves that sometimes players just need the right coach to bring out the best in them. And, and you're Very them. early, obviously, four games in Kempe, but just another notch on Wayne Bennett's <sighs> incredible belt, isn't it? Like, it just shows that there's potentially every other coach in the NRL, maybe not all of them, but... 
would be sharper footy minds mm. around the technical side of the game, your shapes, getting the ball around the park, all that. But player management, being a man manager, man manager means so much more than anything that you can teach a bloke technically because, as you said, Guru, it's a simple game at the end of the day. And what Wayne Bennett has made a career of for many decades is just getting blokes to get up for him. And this, this group of the Dolphins, they're so united. There's so much belief there that they can win any game that is put in front of them. Uh, it's been tremendous to watch unfold. Jared Wallace took it to Payne Haas. Think about that. Jared, and I love Jay Wall. I love him. He had a try, a crucial try, 131 metres, 53 post contact, six tackle breaks, <laughs> a line break, and then he had um, four offloads. Jared Wallace, a guy that literally couldn't buy a start at the Gold Coast Titans. That, that's what, you know, I, I say it all the time. I, I, I think there is enough talent out there. There's just not enough good systems and coaching to bring the best out of these boys. We spoke about it briefly at the live show the other day. I stand by it. If I'm the 18th club coming to the NRL, I throw whatever it is at Wayne Bennett. <laughs> Seriously. I don't care how old you are. I don't care, I don't care if you die halfway through the contract. You come here. <laughs> yeah. you just, I just want you around. Yeah. I want build you walking around the change room and build the culture. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's honestly insane. Like Tom Gilbert, like he was good at the Cowboys. He's been a superstar at the, the Dolphins. Ripping it. Like if you want to see what the Dolphins are about, Watch Tom Gilbert chase Katoni Staggs mm. at the death of the game. We're talking about a bloke that's played 66 minutes. He's had 14 runs, 124 metres. He's made 40 tackles. The game is done. And he is chasing all the way to the death Katoni Staggs, who is, is obviously quick. It is amazing what they're achieving. I think Jesse Bromwich deserves a massive rap for what he's doing. He shows you that, you know... How many people last year, and I'll be honest too, even me watching Jesse Bromwich last year, I was like, oh, I think physically he may be past, um, you know, what he can deliver. Maybe he could be a bench forward. He proves once again why he's a, one of the great forwards of this generation. Goes to the Dolphins and the leadership that he has shown, the way he has played, it is absolutely, I mean, we haven't even messaged, uh, mentioned, Tessie knew was playing on one leg. His knee was busted. Mm. He, could, he couldn't even run pretty much. And he did that try-saving tackle. Like, it's amazing. Hammer, Incredible. like, Hammer a bloke, granted very early in his career, but known for his highlight reel moments, his mm. blistering speed, probably not necessarily the hard yak in recent years at the Cowboys. Week after week, putting out big numbers, 216 metres, 18 runs, no line breaks there, yeah. just hard-earned metres. It's so good to see. And, and, like, that's a – Broncos won the game. Dolphins won the battle, in my opinion. When you're talking about – what's on paper and who should be delivering what. It was amazing from the Dolphins. Uh, Could you imagine if they did get a monster? What would we be sitting here saying? Like if they, if they had that genuine, and maybe they don't need it, I don't know. But if they had that genuine game breaker who can just win a game like that out of absolutely nothing, like what Munster can, like, like what Nath can, all these guys, what would we be saying about them? Oh, mate. Interesting to see now how they go. Obviously, we've sort of spoken about when a few injuries do pile up, what's the depth like, how they're going to handle it. So far, though, they've been managed without Jeremy Marshall King, a key player there, Sean O'Sullivan gone, who's been outstanding this year. Mm. Milf is going to have to stand up. Solid on the weekend. Milf with Isaiah Katoa. So hopefully Isaiah's back. He, he sh Hopefully it was a shoulder injury or something quite small. He was close to playing yep. this week, but 
MILF and Katoa long term. So another big challenge for them. Look, as long as they can just keep battling like this. Mm. Look, are they going to make the eight? Maybe. I don't think they will. But if they keep doing performances like this and you go out to try and recruit players in the coming years, it's easier to recruit because you go, mate, look what we're doing with our roster. If you come, there is like... Think about this. It's 18-12 at Suncorp against a Broncos team atop the table. We're talking about the Brisbane Broncos. The talent on our roster is outrageous. We've got one of the best front rowers we've ever seen. We've got Reese Walsh in his career best form. We've got forwards like Paddy Carrigan, future captain of this country. You know, like when you look at that roster, you've got Katoni Staggs, origin player, Selwyn Cobbo, the next big thing. It is, the roster is absolutely phenomenal and we kept them 18-12. So... Great stuff by the Dolphins. So Tell was going to be super exciting. Obviously, Sean O'Sullivan's going to be out for a few weeks. Uh, Isaiah Katoa, he's going to be playing halfback. I would assume he'll be the seven. Next two weeks, they go Dragons, Cowboys, Souths, Titans, Raiders. There's some winnable games in there for this side. Which is crazy because you wouldn't say that at the start of the no. year, you know. We wouldn't be sitting here going, they could go, you know, three from five or yeah, something Outside like that. of probably the Souths game, mm. which Wayne will have them up for. You yeah. know he will. Really good stuff. Yeah. Really good. Just so good for rugby league. So good. And it's a lesson to all the other clubs out there that try to use excuses about rosters and this and that. It's why when the Broncos were struggling, I was harsh because I'm like, this is not what we're – this is not good enough. Absolutely not good enough. I can't believe you haven't mentioned it yet, but you might have been 12 kryptonites deep to miss it. But I know what you're going to say. Mark Nichols. <laughs> wow. What a try saver. Oh, the try. Oh. And like, again, the epitome of the, the bloke that Wayne Bennett likes to sign. Like, is he the huge hulking forward? No, but he's a battler. And to the death, he's going to battle. And he did. Saved the game. Literally saved the game. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. And the irony was like, you've got Marky Nichols who's battled his whole career. Just battle, battle, battle. Rezzy, first grader eventually. Then you've got Selwyn Cobbo who is gifted by the gods with this unbridled talent. Mm. The battler wins the battle. Wasn't it? That was iconic. That the oh. slow-mo image of him ripping that out of his hand. Just doing the hand, that. The hand of God. The, 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 the hand the, of God. The, the hand of the goat. <laughs> Mate. Unbelievable. So great from the Dolphins. Now onto the Broncos. Um, it's a mixture of a bit disappointing from the Broncos and also the Dolphins were unbelievably gutsy. Uh, when you're in derbies like that and you can get the win, it's a little bit different to other games because like, maybe the Dolphins were up for it because it was a derby. They had so much more to play for. So you can kind of excuse the closer store even though on paper the Broncos should probably win 13+. Plus. And I know people are going to be like offended by that, but at the start of the year you would have said Broncos would win 13-plus on paper. It's only because the Dolphins have done what they've done that you say that they shouldn't. Um, and so completing at 67% is just, you know, it's not good enough. Um, we battled for each other. We hung in there, you know. So it's it's a mixed bag for me. I'm stoked that we got the win. It's a derby. We're four from four. But if we don't clean this game up, if we don't play an 80-minutes game of football like we did in against the Penrith Panthers – um, and even then, you could argue last 10 minutes we struggled. There are a few sleeping giant clubs in this uh, competition that once they find their stride will absolutely put us to the torch <coughs> if we keep rocking up like we have against the Dragons and the Dolphins and it just expected our superstars to go, you know what, something out of the ass. It was, re- it was Payne Haas last week. It was Katoni Staggs this week. We need to just be a bit more patient, bit more patient do the hard yards, um, instead of always just relying on our superstars. So I'm stoked about the win. We worked our asses off. 
but we need to sort out our completion rate uh, and we need to sort out just just thinking that we can score off every play. Just mm. build pressure. We've got one of the best, arguably the best kicker of the last 20 years, arguably. Just let him take care of it. Mm. Just let him take care of it, guys. We will get the points at the end of the game. So stoked we won. Mixed bag for sure. Um, but a win's a win. I'm hesitant to put too much emphasis or waiting on games that have a lot of emotion in them. Mm. Games like this, like I feel sorry for Brisbane who, you know, took on a Dolphin side that's tenacious as all hell and would have been up for this one. <laughs> like This is the game that would have meant more to Wayne than anything, without a doubt. He would have had them up. I feel the same for Manly. Took on a South Sydney side the week that John Sattler passes away. It's always going to be a very, very tough gig, but... It's the fact that you did the same thing last week against yeah. George. Oh, it was a one-off That's game. where it starts yeah. to worry you, doesn't yeah, it? That's where you go, sure. okay, they have got something to sort out there. But um, hates me to say it, but fuck, there is such a good footy team there if they put it together. Mate. It's scary. When they put it together, mm. it is unbelievable. Like you're sitting there going, who stops this? But it's a matter of putting it together for 80 minutes. Yep. That's the, the problem. Also, like if it was 18-12 and we completed at 85, 80%, I would go, yeah, okay. It's the 67% completion rate. It's like, in a derby, come on, boys. But Penrith, still good win. Penrith at low fours to win the comp. Roosters at $6. Brisbane are at seven fifty. The third. If it comes together, that's the thing with the Broncos that I think people, like, it could all go pear-shaped if we keep playing like this and we could just completely dive out. But if we get it together, we genuinely, we go from, in my mind, I don't think we're a premiership threat right now. But if we get it together, we absolutely could win a comp this year. I originally looked at it and went, Brisbane 750. Fuck. Are they serious? And mm. then I thought, fuck, there's a world where we're sitting here in September going, gee, 750 was good value. Yeah, it's good value. They've put it together. They just need to put it together. And as we know, Kempi, on field's never been, it hasn't been the issue the last few years. It's, mm. it's keep things in order off the field, keep a happy United club. We just spoke about the Dolphins and, and how great an organisation there at the moment. If the Broncos stick strong and there's no off-field drama, there's no reason why they can't go all the way. With the roster they've got, seriously, like they've just got to get it all together for 80 minutes. They really do. Um, And I agree with you, Guru. Like if if this was just like a one-off game where, you know, yeah, we dropped a few balls, whatever, but you go back to the Dragons game and all the way up to the 10th minute, I think, were they winning? Yeah, they were in front with like 20 to go. With like, yeah, yeah, 15 to go or whatever. And so the Dolphins were... And looked better. Looked better. It wasn't just winning, they looked better, yeah. yeah. And it was 14-12 with essentially three or four minutes to go against the Dolphins, which isn't behind, but it's also like, boys, we should be more than 14-12 up with everything that the Dolphins have had to deal with. But the positives, though, let's get to the positives. Uh, Jesse Arthurs, for me, he's just been so good. Like, just to given an opportunity on the wing there, I think he's super underrated. And I think that um, it just shows you the depth that we have right now in the outside backs. Like, for example... The Eels, I reckon, would kill for a guy like Jesse Arthurs. Like him, imagine him in the centres for, so for the good. Eels. He would be, he would kill it. And so I think the Eels should probably try to go after him for one because he, because he's not going to beat Corey Oates at the moment. Um, but he had two line breaks, 174 metres, two tackle, um, three tackle breaks, a try. Uh, but what I loved the most was Katoni Staggs. Yeah, he had his big moment. We all know he has the big moments. It's the amount of work he got through, the aggressive running. That's what, that's what I want to see. He had 16 runs. Herbie Farmworth had 17 runs. Like, that's what you want to see and, from your and centers. And not, not just one week of it can be mm. as well. We, our whole preseason, we, we spoke so much about Katoni Stags and we wanted more involvement. Came mm. out week one, had two runs, and we were like, no, like, it was too bad to be true. Yeah. 
And then he's gone round two, 13 runs, round three, 14 runs, round four, 16 runs. So good. Having a crack, reaping the rewards. Yeah. <laughs> um, Selwyn Coward, <laughs> he hurts me hard. Three errors, and he has these incredible moments where you go, wow. But then you have these other moments. Like, the moment when he didn't jump for the ball and didn't go for it because I don't know why, that's not what being a Bronco is about. Um, and so, oh, man, he's so good. He's so talented. Like, he is, he is the face of NRL for the next 10 years. He just needs to... I just worry that, you know, is he, is he fully committed at the moment? Is he fully concentrated on what he's doing? Because he is unbelievably talented. And the amount of times you see these things happen around him where you're going, how? How does that happen? And so he still ran for 176 metres. He had 18 runs. He had six tackle breaks. He had two line breaks, four tackles and zero misses. So he's a superstar. I just wish just clean the rough edges a little bit. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine how frustrating it is for you because I sit there sometimes and from listening to you talk, I see him do things and I, I did the same thing. I go, oh, geez, that's not Broncos. And the next day I go, oh, fuck, you're Steve Renoff. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> you can do fucking anything. Literally anything. It's so frustrating to sit there and watch him because he's just got so much ability. Crazy ability. Like, I know he gets likened to Latrell and, and GI, but... And, and there may be parts of Troll's game and GI's game that Selwyn doesn't have yet, but that gritty, the gritty runs he does out of our trouble, out of our end, I don't know if GI and, and uh, Troll were doing that as much at such a at that young age. age. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not saying he's better than them at that age. I'm just saying like that's a part of his game that maybe he was a little bit stronger in. Like, uh, you know, GI, you could say maybe he, he was more of a big game player or, or whatever, but... He's just got. He's a superstar. He's an absolute superstar. He just the concentration. Because like, you had that this week where he just didn't jump for the ball, and then last week, he just basically switched off and had a try scored on him, purely from just standing there. Like he just stopped, and so I, it's, that's a concentration thing. That's where you just like lose concentration for a mm-hmm. second. Um, but then he does things that are absolutely phenomenal. Like even the the strip from Marky Nichols. Like great play from Marky Nichols, but. You've got to have more ball security than that going over the line, sure. And and what's crazy is in that one play, what he did was absolutely phenomenal. Bumping Amiso like that, I think it was Amiso, and then jumping over. Like, who can do that? It's crazy. He's so good. He's so good. So, I don't know. Timmy, what do you reckon, mate? (laughs) (laughs) Hard act to follow that one, mate. Unreal. Uh, I've spoken about him every week because I love the bloke, but Reese Walsh had 10 line assists in th- in three games this season. Phenomenal. It's like, we know you've got firepower there. You know there'll be blokes who will make line blades and run, run over the top of fellas, but the silk of him at fullback for you, holy, he's just, he's getting better and better and better. <laughs> he is. Just, I just, the speed that he hits quickly out of nowhere Defense is just, it's almost like they just lose their minds. Like, it is crazy what he does every time. You know what's coming. I mean, I hate to make comparisons, but he reminds me of a young KP. Absolutely. Where he just hits that speed and defenders go, what the fuck is going on there? Wingers start jamming in because they think that their center's not going to cover him. He is so silky. Very rarely gets the wrong, when he has that three on two, very rarely makes the wrong decision. And that's what's so KP about him for me because. It was such a tough thing to do for a young bloke. You're going to get them wrong, but all the time. Fucking nails it. He absolutely nails it. A um, couple of errors. So, again, needs to keep that to one a game, I would hope. 
Uh, Payne Haas, I mean, do we have to even fucking mention it? The guy's a machine. He's an absolute machine. Uh, Curdy Kate, well, what about Curdy Kate? We're hitting the afterburners. Bloody hell. Jesse Arthurs couldn't gas for me, so, but Curdy Capewell could. Stop it. <laughs> I think it was a ball ball. playing by Adam Reynolds, too. Oh, man, so silky. Just let Branko scoot up and got caught in no man's land playing Long. through the line. So good. Um, yeah, so, like, look, the only thing I would say from our edges is, is our edge back rowers. They, we missed, so, Kurt Capewell, eight tackles and Jordan Ricky five. Just got to be a bit tighter on that, um, especially when you compare it to, say, like a Hoskins who made 54, missed zero. Uh, and look, it's everything is every game is different. So maybe they were dealing with more traffic or more plays on them, but hopefully we can bring that down a bit. To be fair, Kirk Capewell made thirty nine tackles. Jordan Ricky made thirty four. So not not a huge negative, but you'd want to keep them down if you could. Uh, but you know, in saying everything we just said, the Broncos are still on top of the table. So we are putting ourselves in a position to play finals footy this year. Just having a look back at um, 2007, you, you, you didn't play in the game. You were in the squad, though. Gold Coast Titans finished 12th that year. It was the first time they ever played Brisbane, and they beat them at Suncorp. They beat them at Suncorp? Yep, round five, about the same time. Yeah, actually. I wouldn't have been in the squad then because I wouldn't have debuted. I played them the next time, and I think we beat. Did you? Yeah, yeah, that's Lockie's field goal. The next time. Of course, time. yeah. Was that yeah. the, the hit yeah, the post? Yeah, the post, that yeah. Was crazy, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, like the Titans, they're obviously playing Big Brother, first opportunity to play them, really get up for that one. So just another example of those emotion games. Yeah. It's hard to take a heat from them, in my opinion. Yeah, so it's going to be what I want from Broncos next game. Who who do we play next, Matty? I just want high completion. Tigers. High completion. Give me 85% completion rate. Because the Broncos on paper squad is so hectic. That it's just like, you'll get the points. And, Kemby, this is a great game for us. Looking for what you're after, the Tigers, every reason to go in complacent. Yeah. You're 4-4, four and four, they're 0-4. Oh you just don't want them to go and go, we can score for every play and all that. Knuckle down. Yep. You don't have to win by 40. That being said, if you do complete high and just you know play through the middle, play centrally, you probably will. Yeah. Um, great test in, in that regard. Yeah. And I, that's, if I'm Kevy, that's all I'm drumming. If I'm Adam Reynolds, boys... Let's just complete high. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about offloads. Don't worry about line breaks. We know we can get them. Mm. They, like, we can get them anytime we want. They, you know, when the Broncos are all firing together, I think they're the best attacking co- team in the comp right now, form-wise, when they're all fi- firing together, especially with Reese Walsh at the back. Mm. Far out. I mean, we haven't even talked about Ezra Mann. Um so it's just about high completion rate, all so the little things. You're one of those teams that if you if you can start well, which you are, and you seemingly will continue to, in the last 10 weeks of the season, you've got three buys. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, this spot to be. Yeah, absolutely. We could have got our three wins last year. If we had First buys in round 16, <laughs> then round 19. And then you got one around 25, two weeks before finals start. So couldn't be placed... Much better than that. And you've pretty much got a buy in round 26 against the Raiders. So you're sitting pretty, mate. Yeah, that's a fair point, Guru. That's a great point. Great point there. Um, so, yeah, look, we, the, the positive is is we are – because we go West, Canberra, Gold Coast. 
I mean, we should we should Jeez. on paper win those games. Now, I'm not saying we definitely will, but we should on paper win those games. Anyway, uh, so super exciting. Uh, well done to the boys on top of the table. Can't complain in regards to where we are. We've given ourselves a good opportunity. Now it's about just fixing the rough edges and we'll be good. Isn't the month after that going to be unreal for Brisbane? They go Parramatta, South, Manly, Melbourne, Penrith. That's some great footy coming oh, up there. Oh, fuck. And that's the thing. We can prepare for that, but if we take care of the rough edges over the next few weeks and you can afford to make an error heel there because you're against teams that aren't at the top tier and you go into those games being confident about your completion rate, your tackling, your errors, your decision-making in big moments, then you go into those games confident. That's your grounds, Brisbane Manly, too. How good's that worked out? No, it does it every year. Last year, we, we obviously went out with Hello Sport. Yeah. Beat them fucking like 50 to 4 or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Power um, All right, anyway, good stuff with the Brisbane Broncos. As I said, a few things to clear up, but at the end of the day, as a Broncos fan, you can't ask for much more. We're on top of the table. Um, and the only reason I talk about the completion rate and the 70 minutes against the Dragons is because we are no longer a side that is happy to make the finals. We should be pushing towards premiership threat. That's how good this side is on paper. Uh, also, I forgot to uh, – little tidbits from punting brought to you by Sportsbet. Forgot to say it earlier in the show. The overs fun didn't last long for punters. Uh, seven of the eight games on the weekend going under the total match points. Dragons versus Sharks, last game of the round, the only game to go over. It was a good week for footy tipping and favourite backers. Six from the eight favourites won. No wonder Maddie won. No wonder. Just <laughs> backs the favourites. Um, it was even split at the line, though, going four and four. Backing home underdogs proving profitable this season. There's been 13 home underdogs so far this season. Eight of those have won the game and nine covered against the start. If you had $10 on every home game underdog head-to-head, you'd be up 109 Broncos into $7.50 to win the comp and have commanded their own first loss market. Uh, West um, West now 225 to win the spoon. Still 550 on offer for the Dragons. 225. (laughs) (laughs) That's short. To win the spoon. It's round five. Oh, that's short. We're not even, what are we, a sixth of the way through the season? That's so short for round four. That's round four. Yeah, oh, you know, so we're yeah. even. Oh wow! Anyway, brought to you by Sportsbet. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, gamble responsibly, guys. Um, make sure you you win some, but you lose a lot more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.